Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. I'm Jeff Snyder. This is BRNAM for Thursday, July 7th, 2022. And our top story today, simple lifestyle changes that can have your risk of dementia. Joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Kelly McCain is the head of health and healthcare initiatives for the World Economic Forum. Kelly, so great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. Thanks so much for having me. Very pleased to be here. Yeah, it's, it's great to talk to you. And we're talking about dementia today. And you and the folks at uh, the World Economic Forum just did a tremendous amount of research uh, about this, uh, I guess, the way I'll describe it as a horrific disease. And let me start off by asking you, how, how prevalent is dementia, not just here in the States, but worldwide? So today, worldwide, there are more than, a, than 55 million people that are living with dementia. And it's one of the biggest causes of death and disability. Uh, part of this challenge, too, is compounded by individuals that are diagnosed are actually living longer. And by 2050, the number of people living with dementia is expected to reach 139 million. And that, that is, uh, I mean, that's a significant portion of the population. I mean, you think there are, what, six, seven billion people on the planet, and that number is going to go up, but also the proportion of people that have are inflicted with disease. Are there certain proportions of the population when you look globally that are more um, ape, more going to get this disease that, that um, should be more concerned than others that are at higher risk? So experts, when you, when you speak to experts globally, one thing that they have all really aligned on that there isn't one singular case of dementia and they've identified a number of factors that increase a person's risk. And these are things including age, which is the number one factor in developing dementia. But then there's also family history, there's genetics, and other risk factors such as accidents. And in yeah. terms of what we're seeing with different populations, uh, we're finding that non-white populations are much more likely to develop uh, dementia than uh, white populations. And the reasons for these differences, they're still not very well understood. But there's a belief that uh, the higher rate of vascular disease and other health challenges in these groups may be posing some of these greater risks. Yeah. How would I know or how would a family member know uh, if someone's watching the show, whether it's here in the States, in, in London, Switzerland, where you are, or uh, in Africa, how would they know if their genetics put them at a greater risk for dementia? Or can they? Is there a test to, to tell us whether or not we're more at risk? So individuals can be tested for genetics, but also to a really important thing is to look at family history. Uh, especially if you have uh, multiple family members that have suffered from dementia, there, um, there, there could be a greater chance of, uh, of an individual developing it. Yeah. And let's talk about uh, the thesis of the, of the article or the blog post, however you want to describe it. I'm going to call it an article, um, is that you can make lifestyle changes um, to decrease or even re significantly reduce your risk. What, before we get into those lifestyle changes, which I want to tackle in the next segment, how important are making these changes and will they significantly reduce dementia? Yes. So research has demonstrated that lifestyle changes can really prevent or delay the development of dementia by up to 40%. 
And again, these are just healthier lifestyle choices, which um, I know that we're going to get into. But it's also thinking about staying socially engaged as part of a community, connected, and not only for your brain health, but for your overall physical health. So, of course, uh, staving off dementia and slowing it down is a core factor. But it's also thinking about how you can live a healthy and long life. Yeah, and, and I want to talk, I, I said that was going to be the last question, but you made me think about <laughs> COVID and isolation, because you said something about community, and we are social creatures, and as we age, it's important to be part of a community. Was COVID a big, a big contributor in your, in your mind around uh, the increase in dementia, not only here in the States, but around the globe? So we don't know the answers to that yet. But what we do know is that uh, much of the isolation that happened during COVID really, really was a challenge, not only for aging populations, but for younger populations. So I think over the next several years, there's going to be some really interesting and really needed research to take place to understand what exactly this isolation did. And not only that, but how can we get better as a society at um, making sure we have those connections, even if we can't physically be together? Well, Kelly, I want to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about tips to reduce your risk of dementia. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on BRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're going to change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Are you stuck with a low credit score, a credit report and score that's causing you to be denied credit or pay higher interest rates than others for the same things? Then do what Terrence did and call Credit Repaired for your free credit evaluation to help restore your credit. I started thinking about buying a new house and my score wasn't where I needed it to be. I called and spoke with one of the representatives and we just had a good conversation and I, I liked what he was saying. Just one call for his free credit evaluation was all it took to start back on the track to repairing his credit. I'm seeing the deletions and I'm getting the report, so I know something's being done. 
it does make a difference to me. All it takes is one call to get started. Credit Repair has given me a second chance to have a better credit score. Don't let a low credit score hold you back another day. Do what Terrence did and make the call for your free credit evaluation. Call 800-819-4152. That's 800-819-4152. Again, 800-819-4152. Welcome back. We're joined this morning by Kelly McCain of the World Economic Forum. Kelly, thanks so much for sticking with us this morning. Absolutely. All right. Let's, uh, we had, I think we had a great setup in terms of what um, dementia is and how it inflicts many people and is projected to, to predict pre- afflict many, many more. Let's talk about some lifestyle changes that we all can make. How do we prevent this from impacting us, whether we are a 50-year-old male, me, or a younger person, um, or even an older person from getting this disease? Absolutely. So a great place to start when thinking about healthy lifestyle changes, it's really through the American Heart Association's Life Simple 7, which is a which is focused around cardiovascular health. But again, when you think about it more broadly, it really is a full body approach. And this is what the forum has really been focusing on over the last few weeks. And these seven changes include um, regular exercises, keeping a healthy diet, remaining smoke-free, maintaining a healthy weight, maintaining a healthy blood pressure, having healthy cholesterol levels, and uh, reducing your blood sugar. And how this ties back to dementia is a recent study from the American Academy of Neurology tied this by following almost 12,000 people for 30 years and scoring them on how closely they followed these guidelines and found that even those who had a genetic predisposition reduced their their chances of developing dementia by about 43%, which is really quite significant. And what I find especially interesting as well is there's other bodies of research out there that has showcased that even if someone doesn't tackle all of these factors, they still can lower their risk by, uh, by picking a few. And while again, this is not at all conclusive, uh, there is research out there that suggests that the incidence of dementia in Europe and North America has fallen by about 15% over the last 30 years. And this is likely due to lifestyle changes such as a decrease in smoking. So even though the the incidents are falling, um, again, we still remain, we still have the challenge of uh, individuals that are diagnosed with dementia living a bit longer. And so again, as you said, it's really critical to start thinking about these things as early as you can, rather than waiting until uh, you're you're later on in life. Well, Kelly, obviously awareness, information today is important, but I have to think that the World Economic Forum and its coalition partners are continuously evolving as it relates to engagement and also the research it's doing. What's, what's taking place at World Economic Forum? Great, uh, thank you so much for that question. Um, the World Economic Forum's platform for shaping the future of health and healthcare is the world's strategic public and private partnership platform to identify and scale up solutions for more resilient, efficient, and equitable healthcare systems to keep populations healthy and to deliver the best care. And to strengthen the global response against the challenges Alzheimer's and dementia presents to millions around the world, the forum initiated the Davos Alzheimer's Collaborative, also known as DAC, in 2021. DAC collaborates with organizations worldwide to address core gaps and needs in the understanding of Alzheimer's and dementia, including developing an innovation ecosystem that accelerates breakthroughs, uh, developing and scaling promising solutions, and equipping healthcare systems to end Alzheimer's disease. 
And what I think is especially um, unique and special about this initiative is that we're focusing on both high income countries and middle and low income countries as dementia can affect anybody, regardless of their economic, racial or geographic status. Yeah, uh, obviously, I mean, it's your brain and, and it, it doesn't look at your wallet uh, <laughs> or how much you have in order to determine whether or not it's going to embed itself in your brain. Let me ask you, and I should have asked you this maybe as a follow up to the first question, but if, if I'm somebody who is a family member who is currently uh, afflicted with uh, dementia, and I know that the treatment programs are still in the early stages, but are some of these changes that we're talking about relevant to people who currently have dementia or maybe are seeing the early signs of dementia? Can they quit smoking? Can they start doing things to maybe stop or even potentially reverse some of the effects of this herd disease? So really, for those that are already affected with dementia, the priority is really focusing on their physical, their physical health, their mental health, and ensuring that they have the right social care and support systems in place. Uh, many individuals that are diagnosed with, demen with dementia often have other illnesses. So you know, we're, we're talking about something that's much more complex than just, um, just a brain disease. So while there's still a lot of research out there, again, on trying to understand how exactly to best tackle this. Uh, we're still at the point that in the very, very early stages, oftentimes the best course of action is to make sure you're as healthy as you can be, that you have your right support, support systems in place and that you have the social needs uh, cared for. Yeah, and, and, and that support system, I mean, we cannot underscore how important it is to have family and friends as caregivers to support each other, uh, you know, we, as we said at the, in the first thing that we're social creatures, we need to be around each other. And it's so important that um, we have people to support us, even through some of these challenging, difficult times. Kelly, we're going to have to leave it there. Always great to chat with you and the folks at the World Economic Forum. Thanks so much for joining us. And we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed it. That wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, someone you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news on lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content, we'll visit our website and, of course, our streaming partners. We're back again tomorrow for another edition of BRNAM. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe, keep on saving, and don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere and on any device. Are you being audited and do you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes? Is the IRS threatening to take more of your money? Don't fight the IRS alone. The Tax Doctor is here to help you negotiate your tax bill and reduce your stress. The IRS can freeze your assets and seize your bank accounts. 
but you can stop these IRS actions. The Tax Doctor will work with you using our years of experience to represent your case to help you get the best resolution under the IRS guidelines. Help is here to deal with the IRS to reduce your stress. We've handled thousands of cases, so we know what we're doing. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, do not call the IRS alone. Call a tax doctor now for a tax emergency analysis. Call 800-224-6439.